We love WMNF listeners, and we know that you love WMNF. So let's celebrate that love together. Our I Love WMNF pledge drive is February 14th through the 21st. Send that extra Valentine gift early by going to our tip jar on WMNF.org or by calling 813-238-8001 weekdays. Thanks for the love. The Volunteer Committee and the Governing Body of WMNF, the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation, are seeking applicants to our Board of Directors. You can read what the Board's responsibilities are and find the application on our website at WMNF.org in the About section. We are interested in candidates that reflect the diversity of our community. The deadline to apply is Friday, January 28th at 5 p.m. Thank you. Hope to hear from you. Welcome to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. Today in studio, we have a band uh, from out of town, not from around these parts necessarily. They're from the Florida parts, but not from the Tampa, Florida parts, all the way from Orlando. Six Time Losers is on the show today. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? Yeah. They got a show tonight at uh, Hooch and Hive, one of my favorite local music spots to like discover new music and like the vibe there is just very very cool in the uh colloquialisms of the the kids today the vibe it's just a vibe there it's totally a vibe um they host every kind of music there it's one of my favorite things about it too that you'll see you know one week you'll see a hip-hop uh act a hip-hop concert there next week you'll see a bluegrass or an americana concert last week they had uh van plating on the main i believe she was the headliner last week she's an americana violinist, guitarist, singer-songwriter, fantastic. We had her on the show um, a few months ago. So they're going to play a little bit of music with uh, their guitars that they brought in today. Normally, they're a much bigger band. Uh, appreciate you guys modifying a little bit for us. They're like a seven-piece seven band, right, typically? It's, we usually roll with six. Six, okay. Is that the sixth time? We'll get into that. We'll get into the name. I want to find out about the name and the logo. I take a little bit of offense to the logo as a St. Louisan, but that's okay. It's okay. It's unique. It's cool. Make sure you guys uh, go to WMNF.org if you want to hear this uh, show and all the other shows outside of the FN band of radio. If you're not a radio person, maybe you're in your car right now and you're getting ready to arrive at wherever you're going. Man, I want to keep listening. Go to WMNF.org. You can listen to this show and every other show live. You can also listen to this show in podcast form anytime, anywhere, everywhere that you get podcasts. Just search Live Music Showcase. So, without further ado, I would love to hear the first song by Six Time Losers.
six-time losers here on Live Music Showcase. We are live in studio right now. If you ever turn on the radio on a Friday afternoon between the hours of 2 and 3, that's not a recording. That's us live most of the time, 99% of the time. That's how that works. Speaking of being live in studio, every week we do this show. We bring local bands, touring bands, regional touring bands, sometimes even national touring bands once in a while. We can snag them. We bring them in studio. We bring them into your airwaves every single week. We do our best to give you the best possible show that we can. And with that in mind, coming up in a few weeks, we have the Pledge Drive. The Pledge Drive, the Pledge Drive. That is the way that this station finds its way to sustain all of the work that goes into maintaining the station, maintaining shows like this and all the other really great shows that are on the station. So if you're listening right now, please get those pocketbooks and those wallets and those online electronic payment processes ready for uh, February because that's when the pledge drive is going to be. Not right now, although if you feel like donating right now, go for it. By all means, no one's going to stop you. But I uh, just want to let everybody know that. So six-time losers. It's a pretty optimistic name. For sure. Yeah, yeah. No, where does the name come from? Um, we lifted that one from a Bob Dylan song, um, Subterranean, Homesick Blues. Um, there's actually, you know, there's some, I guess, debate over what that lyric actually is. A lot of people say that it's six-time users because of, like, the way the cue cards fall or whatever in sure. the video. But, I mean, it's, it's pretty clearly... Uh, cheaters, users, six-time losers hang around the theaters. So, uh, yeah, we're um, 
I mean, how can you not be a Bob Dylan fan? Um, it's an American. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, we, we consider ourselves songwriters, and obviously, he's one of the best at, at that. So uh, it's just kind of our nod to him. So, in terms of songwriting, you would say that um, when you guys craft a song, the goal is to to tell a story, to be engaging in that way. It, like Bob Dylan, that's his thing. It was storytelling. It was um, tackling heavy subjects, uh, and it's what he's most famous for. I would arguably what he's most famous for. So how much of that is how much of that goes into your writing? How much of that do you guys consider when you're writing music? Do you do you want to do the hard hitting subject matter or do you shy away from that? How does that work for you guys? Yeah, I mean I I'd say it uh it we we come across songs in a in a wide ranging way, um, and it goes a lot of different ways. Honestly, um, we do definitely have some songs, especially on this album. I mean, honestly, most of our recent album, only first names die. I mean, it's pretty hard hitting subject matter if you really dive into what's going on. But at the same time, um, you know, everybody has their own takeaway from it. So we're not trying to like. You know, I guess whatever. Maybe we're trying to change the world. Maybe we're not. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, as far as where songs come from, I mean, they come from a lot of different places. Honestly, it's not necessarily always like a sit down and you know, I'm gonna write this song about this right now. You know? No, and I, and I don't think that's how it is for anyone. I mean, even even Dylan, like the, you know, he had plenty of lighthearted songs. You know, they they weren't all <laughs> they weren't all like sit down and listen to me. It was yeah. also like let's have a good time, let's relax. And I and I think we've talked about that on the show before, uh, as far as like songwriting goes. Uh, it's important to have kind of a balance. You know, it's important to have a little bit of balance because maybe you start with that lighthearted song, you know, that, that happy-go-lucky, let's-just-have-fun song, and that gets your foot in the door with your listener. And then they're in, and now you go, all right, you're in. Let's talk about something important. Have you heard about Jesus? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> well, to that point, sure. to that point, I, um, I was going to say, I think any, uh, any serious writer, any, any, any great writer, um, doesn't take themselves so seriously as to think I need to write about this because it's going to change this or I need to write about this because I thought of it. The and, world needs and to and hear the world what I'm hear. writing. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, you brought up Jesus. Um, if, you're, if you're a follower of pretty much any religion, you, you probably go to some sort of sacred text and you believe that all of those writings are inspired. Uh, inspired writings, inspired texts, not just the musings and writings of a man um, and his thoughts and actions, but actually uh, spiritually infused, inspired mm -hmm. writings. So I would say even the same way in, in songwriting, we, we kind of write what we feel like we're supposed to write at the time. And it's not really, it, it, it's not a personal thing as in sure. serving, you know, our personal needs or whatever, but uh, it definitely hits a lot of personal subjects. And, uh, you know, we, we got people that build buildings. I, I'm a terrible carpenter, but I can put some words together and make them rhyme and, you know, throw it in key. I can relate to that sentiment entirely, both being a terrible carpenter and trying to put a few words <laughs> God together. God likes carpenters, though. That's true, apparently. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I built a deck earlier this week. I'm just going to throw that out there. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. I'm not a bad carpenter. <laughs> that's not bad. I love it. That's great. So I'd love to hear another song if you guys don't mind. All right, sure. Give me a, uh, if you don't, if you could, uh, I'd love to hear one of those hard-hitting ones, if you have one in your pocket. Load it up. Love it. Perfect. Yeah. You're listening to Live Music Showcase. We are live in studio right now with six-time losers. One, two, one. 
live music showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. We're live in studio with Six Time Losers. Tell me what that song's about, please. It's compelling. I love the way that, it, that you guys crafted that song. I love that guitar. Dun, 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 dun. That's great. It's reminiscent of, of something I may have heard before, but it's, it's great. So tell me about that song. Uh, that song actually came about from a, um, from a writing session, a co-write. Uh, myself and Butch and a former member of ours who's no longer with us, Weston Williams, got together and we were just going over some bits and pieces we had trying to flesh some stuff out. Um, that was a song that I had a uh, first verse and chorus for. And we were just, you know, 
I presented it to these guys, and Butch was just kind of like, man, I'll tell you what, he's like, I got another verse that, like, I mean, makes that a heck of a story, and he's like, you know, I've already got music for it and everything, so we kind of just, like, we really smashed two songs together, and, um, I mean, that's kind of going back to, you know, where songs come from. I mean, that thing, you'd never know that that was two songs at one point, but uh, basically we say all the time that, like, the universe writes a lot of our songs, man. We're just kind of, like... Conduits. Up, yeah, we're just pulling them out of the air. And, and there's a down. strange reason that a lot of times we have these great starts to songs, these great halves of songs, and, well, why, why am I not finishing them if it's such a great song? Well, it's because you've got the other half. You know? Yeah. It's finished. It's just... We you just gotta, didn't know it yet. You got to find it. Yeah, it's uh, what are they called? That uh, quantum entanglement, so to speak, from a from a physics perspective. Well, now I'm getting yes. out there. I'm not. I'm not diving into that. People can look <laughs> that up if they want to. But uh, I'm a I'm a big nerd, multi level, multi layer nerd. For anyone that knows me, knows that about me. So we don't need to worry about that. But um, so I actually really love that concept. And let's talk for just a moment about the idea of collaborative writing, because. We've all met those musicians that, you know, they do believe that they are channeling the energy of the universe, but that they get to inflate their egos because of that. There's two kinds of those folks, and I think you guys might be the the, the opposite kind of that, which is where you're channeling this, and because of that, you don't get to uh, internalize me like, yeah, I'm the greatest, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, this isn't coming from me necessarily, partly, partly, but also we're channeling this from some other place. Some other we need we place. need you to tell the people that we're the greatest. And That's right. You're, that you stroke the ego. <laughs> That's, <my job. laughs> exactly. That's why I'm here. That's exactly why I'm here. But we uh, serve the song. I mean, that's a that's our motto basically mm-hmm. when it when it comes to songwriting is just in uh, elaborate on that. You serve the song. What do you mean by that? Um, you, you were um, you, you were getting pretty close to it, hitting on how um, well, it's not about stroking the ego, uh, right. and, and how even though we are channeling, <laughs> even though yeah, there's this feeling of you're channeling something, you're pulling something out of thin air, and yeah, yeah. Maybe you are serving some sort of purpose, but. That's what it's about. It's serving the purpose of the song. Um, you could you could put a cutesy line in there, or even um, a, he knows guitar looks, you know, A to Z, front and back. He could play whatever he wanted. He can play whatever he wanted, and it would make him look good, me look good, him look good, um, and, and serve each one of us personally. Uh, because somehow detriment the song you know uh, have detriment to the song uh because songs are a collaborative effort i mean unless unless you're singing a cappella i mean uh you at least are going to be collaborating with whatever instrument you're you're performing with when you're singing mm-hmm. that song every instrument that comes in now there's a there's a piece there's a a spot that fits in that song for each instrument now that's one thing that i know personally i've i've really grown as a musician um and as as the band grows and as our players just get uh we're you know the three guys you're looking at right here we're pretty much the core of the band um and we've we've played with so many great musicians over the years um this group we have right now uh i, I don't have to play this thing so much anymore <laughs> it's it's really it's it's, nice re- it's really nice uh to just you know pick around the chords and, and find your spots and, and realize uh on one hand wow i guess i was doing a little too much back in the day but hey it's time to it's time to serve the song and uh you know, get him where you fit in. You know, I, I really love that uh, that concept. And frankly, one of my favorite reasons for having uh, folk, Americana, bluegrass, country guys on the show, specific and rock and roll guys on the show, is because they they are so very meticulous about the the way they're writing, about the music that's being written, and 
the lyrical content and the negative space that that exists in the song that is really important to let it breathe and let the listener really be able to take it in. So I'd love to talk a little bit more about that. Um, but first, I would love to hear another song if we can. So yeah, for sure. We'll definitely get to that. In the meantime, Six Time Losers, they are here in studio today. They're going to be performing live tonight at Hooch and Hive. It's a Broken Mold show. Broken Mold uh, is one of my favorite local organizations when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to concerts. They are so deeply involved and deeply ingrained in the Tampa Bay music scene uh, here. If you see the name Broken Mold on a bill for uh, a concert, I fully recommend checking that show out. Even if you've never heard of the band or don't know what to expect, chances are you're going to find something to really enjoy about whatever concert you're about to go to. So with all of that in mind, oh, and also uh, you guys are not just playing alone tonight. You guys are playing with the Burke Brothers of Have Gun Will Travel. Uh, We just had them on the show a few weeks ago. You can hear that episode and every other episode in the archive wmnf.org or you can listen to it in podcast form everywhere that you get podcasts just search wmnf a uh, search live music showcase search live music showcase you can follow us on social media you can follow us on instagram at live underscore sh- music underscore showcase and a number of other ways too we'll dive into those maybe later on but i'd love to hear another song all right we'll talk about uh, getting into some some heavy subjects we're uh this is definitely one we'll we'll, we'll chat afterwards i love about it, it i'm yeah. sure but uh our our bass player otis lee miller he's gonna it's going to serenade us here. Yes, sir. This song is called Devil in the Grove. Normally, Padgett has a story to tell. Fact or fiction, it was just as well But all too often when those accused were black well, They were beaten in jail without any facts there Was the devil in the grove In the former sheriff, Willis McCall Would neither him nor the governor They had any respect for law Willis and his friends well, they killed two innocent men They left two others beaten and Riding in the pen The fix was in before third good got to town Rural South politics, your back is down Marshall was chased straight from the county As if on his head, there was a bounty There was a devil in the grove In the former sheriff, Willis McCall Well, neither him nor the governor They had any respect for law Willis and his friends Oh, well, they killed two as in me Left two others beaten and Riding in the pen
in the south of the south Well, if you didn't like it, better shut your mouth Because if Sheriff McCall was a too fine out Well, you wind up dead without any doubt There was a devil in the grove In the form of Sheriff Willis McCall Well, neither him nor the governor They had any respect for law and his friends oh, Well, they killed two innocent men They left two others Beating him Riding in the pen We're live in studio with Six Time Losers here on Live Music Showcase. So you guys kind of teased a little bit. Great job. Love that. Love a little tease here about like what that song really means to you in particular. So what is that song about? Uh, that song's about um, basically the Groveland Four is the term most often used. Um, it's actually been even nationwide news. Uh, even recently, they actually were all officially pardoned. Um, this is an incident that happened in Groveland in Lake County back in the 40s. And um, even, you know, we grew up in that area. Uh, I've lived in Groveland, between Groveland and Claremont as a kid. And it was something that, uh, it was a story that basically all we knew about growing up was that it was something you didn't talk about, you know. It was like the, the dark and bloody past of, of our area, essentially. And um, thankfully, you know, over the last couple of years through some local commissioners and lawmakers and all the way up to the state attorney, um, they've brought the case back into light. I mean, unfortunately, none of the men are actually still alive. Um, but yes, uh, two were actually killed by um, like the sheriff and a posse of men through various incidents. Um, another was shot and left for dead, but ended up living. Like it's a, it's a pretty pretty crazy tale. If you want to Google it and learn a little more, basically, like I said, if all you got to look up is the Groveland Four, and you'll find anything you want to know about it. Which, unfortunately, I mean, there's not really a lot of good stuff to know about <laughs> it. Um, sure, but yeah, it's actually one thing I said. You know, it's kind of all we knew growing up, growing up around there was that. Um, you didn't talk about it sort of thing, you know? And yeah. so much to the point that uh, while doing some research, while writing the song, um, we found out that Butch's, uh, I guess, great uncle, right? Yes, sir. Um, was actually the, the lead witness for Thurgood Marshall's defense. And the, wow. And the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> intense. So yeah, we found out that, you know, it was a song that I was working on and then he found out that he had an incredibly personal connection to but i mean that's like a family member that he grew up with his entire life and like i mean this guy is like i mean a, a superstar in this yeah. case essentially and you know just still something that never came up in conversation you know so that kind of like loops back to what we were talking about as far as like feeling at least feeling like 
um, there's a, a somewhat higher purpose to the the writing that you guys are doing and, and all these kind of like you know you could call it coincidence or serendipitous or or fate or destiny or whatever but all of the, these you three have and the rest of your band too have have coalesced for one reason or another and uh you know that reason may be to to share this music that reason may be to touch some lives and change some minds and inspire some people all of the above as far as i'm concerned it's and not for beer and tailgate songs it's not i'll tell you that just for beer and tailgate <laughs> songs <laughs> but uh, but yeah for sure so this is kind of what i meant though uh before the song as far as like the meticulousness and the and the the love that really goes into this kind of songwriting you know um there are plenty of writers out there that that you know they figure out a beat they figure out a loop they put some music to that they write you know some music that that is fun and, and engaging and people really enjoy it there's obviously a, an audience for it but there is obviously an audience for this kind of music as well because places like Skipper's Smokehouse are you know they came back and their their audience seems to be doing really well out there and that's a lot of the kind of music that they put on their stage Hooch and Hive does the same kind of thing um, you know the listening room places they, they there is an audience for this kind of music and I think that the the people that are listening to the lyrics and are enjoying that storyteller element uh, when it comes to writing this kind of material, because you're so meticulous with it, because you're so invested in the quality of it, how do you not psych yourself out? How do you sit down and write something like this and then you go, and, and you don't, how do you not hit that writer's block wall? Jojo. 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 <laughs> yeah. For Please me, elaborate. For me, right. for me personally, and I would imagine everybody's got a Jojo. Okay. Um, Jojo can play the guitar. He's, gosh, Jojo's probably got 11 guitars in his house. He has okay. a lot of nice ones. <laughs> he has a yeah. lot of nice guitars. And uh, Jojo will sit down and play guitar. He's, um, he's not a musician. Okay. Okay. And he'll write some songs. He just sent me a text the other day talking about he's got some project. But, uh, you know, I don't think he considers himself a, a singer, a songwriter, a musician, or anything. And, uh, goodness, I give him credit for probably half the stuff on the record that I wrote. Just, really? Just because uh, I'm too busy psyching myself out. And, and you got to have somebody. You got to have somebody to bounce it off of. Mm -hmm. You got to have. You got to have somebody to bounce it off of that that'll shoot you straight. That you trust. Exactly. That, that you trust. That uh, that cares about the project. That that understand. And, and like I said, he's a songwriter. So and a musician. Yeah. And, you know, and he likes to sing. He so mm -hmm. he he appreciates all the aspects of it. Isn't intricately involved but is so intricately involved at the same time it's just uh you got you got to have a jojo you got to have somebody to bounce it off of because you will you'll um you'll end up with a stack of a stack of stuff that probably should should get out there and um i can i can think of three or four songs just on this record that were had been shelved for a while and were pushed out by either jojo or, or somebody else you know hey you got to finish this song you got to finish this song see i love that that makes a lot of sense because the myopic nature the zoomed in super zoomed in nature of of writing music that you really care about when you get so zoomed in it's so hard to zoom out and see the full project for what it could be and what you want it to be and having an outside uh perspective is so helpful to go hang on <laughs> slow down this is good how it is or hang on slow down let's maybe tweak this this way that way whatever and suddenly you can see it for what you wanted it to be all along that's fascinating and that's that's fantastic i, I love hearing you guys say that that kind of confirms that for me as well as a as a fledgling songwriter too uh so with that in mind i'd love to hear one another one of these songs you guys are killing it all right this song is called worlds collide <clears throat> 
how it's dating. If we're going to crash into each other, all right. Yeah. One, two, one, two. to live music showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Um, so I'm loving the harmonies. I'm loving the strings. Obviously, I have a, a uh, I guess you could say, a, a personal um, bias towards guitars. Uh, that I've been playing guitar for about 15 Oh, actually, and I've been playing guitar about 20 years now. Yeah, don't start trying to figure out how long I you've been doing stuff at this age. Yeah, I've been playing guitar long enough to be better than I am. Amen. That's, how, that's as much as I'll say. Put it that way. So, worlds collide. Okay, um, that's a very different version than the Worlds Collide that I've we were <laughs> singing yeah. before the show started. Um, if you're if you're listening right now and you know the version I'm talking about, please feel free to leave a post on our uh, Facebook page. I'd love to hear the different versions of that <laughs> that people come up with. Uh, you can find uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, WMNF's Live Music Showcase. Feel free to follow the page, follow along to uh, find out when else we're going to be going live. 
we actually do a live stream typically. Uh, this week we don't have a live stream, unfortunately, but uh, most of the time we do. So feel free to follow us and hit that notification button to be notified anytime we do go live. So Six Time Losers, how long have you guys been together as the band that you guys are now? We have been officially using this name since 2009. I was when we played our first show as Six Time Losers. Okay. Um, the three of us have all been playing music together in some capacity for over 20 years at this point, though. Um, but yeah, we became Six Time Losers, I guess. I mean, that's what? Probably about the same time. Yeah. <laughs> 13 years ago at this point, I think wow. we've been doing the Six Time Losers gig. Okay. So that's a lot of time. That's a lot of growing. That's a lot of change. Marriages, children, I'm sure, oh, along yeah. the line. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. All of that happened, and you guys are still... Are you guys <laughs> the same unit that you were when you started, predominantly, or same core members? Or Yeah, I mean, some people have come and gone as, as we've gone along, but sure. the, the three of us have been involved from the beginning, and then it actually started as a songwriting project, and all the original demos were all fleshed out in our steel player Dayglo's uh, studio so he's pretty much been with us since the beginning of Six Time Losers shout out Dayglo Red wow yeah. wow yeah so the four of us have been yeah long in for the long haul and then uh, you know drummers have come and gone throughout the years as drummers do sure um, we've had Tom Pierce with us for uh, over two years now I think at this point and um, yeah the current lineup's been you know at this the most solid lineup we've ever had it's been nearly three years at this point. We've had the same six people, you know, pretty much at every rehearsal and every show. So that definitely helps to solidify things a little more to take that extra leap when before it was just kind of like us and whoever we could find to go out and play that day. You know? it, is great sure. it is great being in Orlando, though, and having that revolving door available, yeah, gonna, you know. Yeah, I was going to say Orlando is such a... Uh God, there's so many players out there. There's so many performers. Like yeah, we used that there. to our advantage for yeah. a long time, you know, because we just, you know, you always knew you could grab somebody. Like, there's got to be a drummer and another lead player around somewhere, you know. Hey, we got a show Tuesday. You coming out? <laughs> yeah. So 2009, okay, so it's 2022. You guys have been around for a good long while. How, um, maybe not how, but <laughs> almost why, why keep going, you know, thinking from a cynical perspective, right? Why, why keep going with six time losers? Why not try a different band? Why not try a different style? Why keep going? All right. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try and not make my eyes sweat here. Um, <laughs> it ain't broke long and short. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, these guys are my friends. These guys are my best friends. And yeah. the, uh, yep, yep, getting sweaty. Um, <laughs> the friendship keeps growing. You know, yeah. um, and it's like anything, like a band, like like a marriage, like a friendship, like a like anything. Ups and it's, downs. it's all in waves. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, everything everything's in wave form. Everything has peaks and valleys. And uh, I'd like to think we're we're heading towards a peak right right now. Um, but but just as a as friends, I've I've seen us grow so much uh, and go through so many so many of those ups and downs together. And just the spot that we're at. Uh, as friends, as men, as uh, as husbands, as fathers, like you were talking about earlier, it's just a, it's a really cool, cool spot in our life. Uh, and uh, you know, we all we all know how to act a little better now whenever sure. we go out and play. And uh, so that that shows in the music and shows in the fan interactions afterwards, and just all the love that's shared, all that good stuff. So it's just just a blast. That's why it's better than doing drywall. It's better than doing drywall. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. Um, you, we talk about crests and valleys, right? Tell me about a valley. Tell me about a low point where the band maybe didn't, almost didn't make it. 
You ever had any of those? (laughs) Well, we've been, uh, over the years, you know, we've spread out and come back together several times. I mean, even just geographically, um, you know, at one point, Butch was in Indiana when Weston was still playing with us. I mean, he was in Nashville, and then the rest of us were just kind of all over Florida. I don't think I was allowed to be in a band at that point, so uh, (laughs) that may have have been a low point now that we think about it. We're not going to go any farther there, but... But that, yeah, sounds like uh, maybe a lady friend or something might have been. In, I said in. we're not going any far. Yeah, to Yoko. Okay, fair enough. We didn't. Uh, <laughs> that's as far as we'll go. That's fair. Keep going. Yeah. So you know, there was a there, that was a period of you know probably nearly a year where we hardly ever got together. I mean, we played maybe like three or four shows that we were able to all kind of congregate in one area, and we managed to sneak in a couple of writing sessions when people were in town here and there. But yeah, we definitely had a, a couple year essentially hiatus you know yeah Um, and then we really started ramping things back up um you know probably two three years ago and then we spent basically a year recording this latest record and it's really just been since like november that we've been like full-on back out there again so it's been a ton of fun you give me the hook if you need to i mean i just i was just talking to my wife about this this morning um or maybe it was last night on we went and saw dwight yokum uh okay last night i had a birthday recently she got me some tickets. Woo-woo. Cool. Went and saw Dwight Yoakam at Ruth Eckerd Hall last night. It was a great show. And uh, there were a couple of songs where I was telling her, I said, it's just amazing now being, I'm 37. So it's a, I've had so many songs that I've shelved or whatever because it's just uh, too too basic around this riff or da 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 And then I tell her it's crazy because a lot of the music I choose to enjoy, choose to put on my playlist, or will pay hundreds of dollars to go see, you listen and they're these riffs that, these very basic riffs, these these simple, lovable riffs that we all love, but like you alluded to earlier, mentioned earlier, uh, we get in our own heads and, oh, well, it's not good enough for me to go. Right. It's not good enough for me to do that. These four notes are everything. Oh, let me tell you, it was good enough for everybody in Clearwater last night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It it was good enough. So just even to that point, I think that's kind of why we're still doing it. We're we're more comfortable just doing what we do. And we we realize that uh, this is a gift, you know, it's a gift. It's a blessing to be able to do what we do individually and collectively. Uh, So why not have some fun with it? Yeah, I read a uh, I read a quote recently, and it, I can't remember the uh, the author of it, but it, it was like songwriting is kind of like throwing a party in your head, and you're not allowed to invite any of the judgmental or negative uh, aspects of your personality to that party, and everybody else that gets to come are just positive and fun and creative, and you have a party, you have fun with it, because the second that you start taking it too seriously is the second you you hit that wall where it's like what do I do now and as a songwriter personally one of my biggest flaws back in the day was I'd write something that I felt like I stumbled upon that I'm like this is so good oh my god and then I'd shelve it because I felt like I couldn't write anything else that would live up to it. So nothing else would get along with it. So again, it's like these four notes mean everything when in reality I was taking it way too seriously um, and, and not letting myself enjoy the process. And the second I started writing from a place of like, I'm just going to enjoy this. It might be serious. It might be something that means something a lot to me, but I'm going to enjoy the process of writing it. Damn it. <laughs> if, you, if you can't enjoy it, how are you to expect How is my else? audience going to enjoy it if I can't enjoy it? Exactly. Because if I can't enjoy writing it, then how am I going to enjoy performing it? And if I can't enjoy performing it, then who's going to buy a ticket to watch a guy look like he's in agony on stage? 
Other than, I mean, that you know, there's probably there's a genre. There's, there's, there's a that. market. If you really out there. lean into it, I know Mark's Mark's show uh, leans into that every once in a while. Maybe uh, Mark Perfetti, by the way, uh, the sound mixing wizard, sound mixer, Mark, making us sound phenomenal. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. All right, sure. so uh, we're actually getting ready to come up to the end of the show pretty soon. Here, uh, I'd love to hear another song from you guys if that's all right with you. Just uh, just one more. Uh, we'll do. We'll probably do two more. Okay. We're yeah. Just trying to figure we'll fade the walls. Let's do it. Yep. Okay. This song's called The Fayetteville Waltz. It goes like this.
We're live in studio today with six-time losers, Americana Folk Band, out of Orlando. They're playing a show tonight at Hooch and Hive. We're coming up to the end of the show here today. Little skeleton crew going on today. Mark Perfetti, sound mixer Mark over there on the faders, making everything sound crystal clear. Pamela Robinson, audio assistant. Brian Van Fleet over there board hopping for us, making sure that the crystal clear signal gets out to the airwaves and into your radio. Let's give a shout out to my man over here. I was just going to say Chandler Collada also. He's we done have, it all. He's he's, op- he's opening doors. I think he brought some water. He's doing out. everything. He's taking today. Uh, doing all the all the all the all the stuff that you look at. And wait till you see the the images that he produces. He's really really talented. You can see those images. Images. That's the word. On our social media, Instagram. You can check us out at live underscore music underscore showcase. You can find us on Facebook at WMNF's Live Music Showcase. You can also join our gr- our Facebook group, which is Friends of Live Music Showcase. Go ahead and check that out as well. Six time losers playing tonight at Hooch and Hive. Make sure you go. You can go and check them out at Hooch and Hive. Hooch and Hive has music every single week. Feel free to go to their website, Google them, Hooch and Hive. Um, if you guys don't mind, before we go into the last song, I want to hear one tip about harmony singing because it's one of the hardest things for a lot of singers to really do well. And I love the way that you guys tackle it because I'm hearing like technical proficiency, but I'm not hearing like you clamp down on every single mo- like it, there's a there's a organic quality to it that makes it really genuine and I really like that. So give me give me a few tips how to do that. I um I, I always uh, kind of trick myself into thinking maybe I'm a natural harmony singer because I, <laughs> I, I felt I felt like I, I feel like I could harmonize with with any song I knew. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's the key by the way, and we'll come back to that. Yeah, felt like I could harmonize with any song I knew. Um, Mom always could. Um, she would always sing the. Uh, she's an alto. And okay. uh, she would always sing the the harmonies to all that '90s country, you know, growing up on the way to school and stuff like that. Um, you know, naturally, whenever I sing along to songs in the car, I'm always finding some kind of harmony part. But you have to know the melody first. Uh, that's my secret, my trick. That it, it hit, it dawned on me maybe five, six years ago that. Any song that you know the lead to, the melody, happy birthday, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Derek, happy birthday to you. That was a harmony. Yeah. People are like, well, that wasn't the song. No, it was. If you just sang happy birthday to you over it, Mm -hmm. all right? If you just don't sing Mm -hmm. the lead and you're in the same key as the guy singing the lead or, or lady singing the lead, you're singing the harmony. You can't <laughs> mess up. And that's the comfortability and the not clenching I think you're seeing. Yeah. Um, that's another thing as to why we keep doing this because we know the songs. We love these songs. And the more that we learn these songs and learn to love them, we're getting comfortable with them and realizing, oh, and th- th- this guy over here, he knows the lead lines to songs. He doesn't sing lead on a single song. Mm-hmm. And he knows the lead harmony or the lead vocal, the yeah. lead melody to every song. Mm-hmm. That's why he knows the harmonies. Yeah. You know, because he just makes sure he doesn't sing what Butchie's singing, make sure it's in key, and everything should be good. That's pretty much the secret. Sometimes they're there, and, you know, if you can see it's going to go off kilter, it's kind of... You back off, you let the let the lead take his lead wherever he wants to go, That's and when you guys the all come field back. holler, I think, comes into effect. <laughs> yeah, the, the, old, the field holler. <laughs> I like that. You'll be able to see some of those <laughs> happening tonight. That's the Otis Lee's specialty, yes, yeah. by the way. I like it. Can you pull your beard down, too? Can you do that? No, <laughs> no stranger. No stranger. Uh, man, uh, that's a 
Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> we can do that all day. We, we better roll. Yeah, we better roll. Yeah, I'd love to hear your last song. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you, dear listener, for listening to our show every week. We are here on WMNF, WMNF 88.5 FM, WMNF.org, or on uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can search Live Music Showcase. Six-time losers are going to take us out with their last song today. They're playing tonight at Hooch and Hive. You can check out their show tonight at Hooch and I with the Berg Brothers of Have Gun Will Travel. Appreciate you guys and everyone else. Have a great weekend. Take us on out, guys. All right, this song's called I Know Myself. That makes me flaky Yeah, you could say I'm functional oh, But you'd be mistaken yeah, Cause I can tell you all the words That you ever wanted to hear But I can't promise that's what you get When you get here Cause I know my self. I can't stand him sometimes Yeah, we try to get along But we can't cross those lines Cause there's a devil down inside me He's trying to keep me from my prize So I bow my head and close my weary bloodshot eyes And just keep trying Oh God, I'm trying Different story. Oh, this old world keeps too